Welcome to Songs of Praise from 3ABN Australia Radio. Write them on the tablets of 
And I know the only way that I can grow Is for you to come inside and take control So write them on my heart Seal them in my mind The beauty of your one grace combined Me 
on high, for Jesus hath risen, and man shall not die. Vain were the terrors that gathered around him, and short the dominion of death and the grave. He burst from the fetters of darkness that bound him resplendent in glory to live and to save. Loud was the chorus of angels on high, the Savior has risen and man shall not die. Glory to God in full anthems of joy, the being he gave us death cannot destroy. Sad were the life we may part with tomorrow If tears were our birthright and death were our end But Jesus hath cheered the dark valley of sorrow And made us immortal to heaven ascend Lift then your voices in triumph on high, for Jesus hath risen, and man shall not die, shall not die, shall not die.
This is Songs of Praise, brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio. Fairest Lord Jesus, Ruler of all nature, Thee 
Every day they pass me by I can see it in their eyes Empty people filled with care Headed who knows where
listening to Songs of Praise. I feel my sin. 
Until I lay my head Oh, I will sing Of the goodness of God Cause all my life you have been faithful And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am Of the goodness of God I love your voice You have led me through the fire In darkest nights You are close like no other I've known you as a father And I've known you as a friend And I have lived in the goodness of God Cause all my life you have been faithful And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able I will sing of the goodness of God Cause your goodness is running after, it's running after me Your goodness is running after it's running after me With my life laid down, I'm surrendered now, I give you So, so good With every breath that I am able Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God Cause all my life you have been faithful And all my life you have been so
Listening to 3ABN Australia Radio's Songs of Praise. Jesus, 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 there's just something about that name. Master,
Savior said, led to the Father's, I'm in the Savior's hand, He's in the Father's, what blessed cure is He for all eternity?
You've been listening to Songs of Praise, a production of 3ABN Australia Radio. Welcome to 3ABN Australia Radio's book reading program. The book, The Ministry of Healing by Alan White, provides sound counsel regarding holistic health. It covers all aspects of living that contributes to good health like cheerfulness, fresh air, exercise, diet, and positive relationships with other people, to name a few. Crucial also is a personal relationship with our Creator, who gave us life and everything we need for health and happiness. In this book, Alan White deals with sickness of the soul and the healing balm to be found by trusting God in all things. Written in simple, beautiful language, ministry healing will point to a life full of joy and happiness, a life connected with the source of healing power. Let's join our book reader, Rosalie Ricards. Hello, this is Rosalie and I'm reading from the book Ministry of Healing by Alan White. Continuing Chapter 18, Mind Cure Subheading, Sympathy Great wisdom is needed in dealing with diseases caused through the mind. A sore, sick heart, a discouraged mind, needs mild treatment. Many times some living home trouble is like a canker, eating to the very soul and weakening the life force. And sometimes it is the case that remorse for sin undermines the constitution and unbalances the mind. It is through tender sympathy that this class of invalids can be benefited. The physician should first gain their confidence and then point them to the great healer. If their faith can be directed to the true physician and they can have confidence that he has undertaken their case, this will bring relief to the mind and often give health to the body. Sympathy and tact will often prove a greater benefit to the sick than will the most skillful treatment given in a cold, indifferent way. When a physician comes to the sick bed with a listless, careless manner, looks at the afflicted one with little concern, by word or action, giving the impression that the case is not one requiring much attention, and then leaves the patient to his own reflections, he has done that patient positive harm. The doubt and discouragement produced by his indifference will often counteract the good effect of the remedies he may prescribe. If physicians could put themselves in the place of the one whose spirit is humbled and whose will is weakened by suffering and who longs for words of sympathy and assurance, they would be better prepared to appreciate his feelings. When the love and sympathy that Christ manifested for the sick is combined with the physician's knowledge, his very presence will be a blessing. Frankness in dealing with a patient inspires him with confidence and thus proves an important aid to recovery. There are physicians who consider it wise policy to conceal from the patient the nature and cause of the disease from which he is suffering. Many fearing to excite or discourage a patient by stating the truth will hold out false hopes of recovery and even allow a patient to go down to the grave without warning him of his danger. All this is unwise. 
it may not always be safe or best to explain to the patient the full extent of his danger. This might alarm him and retard or even prevent recovery. Nor can the whole truth always be told to those whose ailments are largely imaginary. Many of these persons are unreasonable and have not accustomed themselves to exercise self-control. They have peculiar fancies and imagine many things that are false in regard to themselves and to others. To them these things are real and those who care for them need to manifest constant kindness and unwearied patience and tact. If these patients were told the truth in regards to themselves, some would be offended, others discouraged. Christ said to his disciples, I have yet many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. John 16 verse 12 But though the truth may not all be spoken on all occasions, it is never necessary or justifiable to deceive. Never should the physician or the nurse stoop to provocation, being evasive. He who does this places himself where God cannot cooperate with him, and in forfeiting the confidence of his patients, he is casting away one of the most effective human aids to their restoration. The power of the will is not valued as it should be. Let the will be kept awake and rightly directed, and it will impart energy to the whole being, and will be a wonderful aid in the maintenance of health. It is a power also in dealing with disease. Exercised in the right direction, it would control the imagination and be a potent means of resisting and overcoming disease of both mind and body. By the exercise of the willpower in placing themselves in right relation to life, patients can do much to cooperate with the physician's efforts for their recovery. There are thousands who can recover health if they will. The Lord does not want them to be sick. He desires them to be well and happy, and they should make up their minds to be well. Often invalids can resist disease simply by refusing to yield to ailments and settle down in a state of inactivity. Rising above their aches and pains, let them engage in useful employment suited to their strength. By such employment and the free use of air and sunlight, many an emaciated invalid might recover health and strength. Subheading Bible Principles of Cure For those who would regain or preserve health, there is a lesson in the words of Scripture. Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 5 verse 18 Not through the excitement or oblivion produced by unnatural or unhealthful stimulants, not through indulgence of the lower appetites or passions, is to be found true healing or refreshment for the body or the soul. Among the sick are many who are without God and without hope. They suffer from ungratified desires, disordered passions, and the condemnation of their own consciences. They are losing their hold upon this life 
and they have no prospect for the life to come. Let not the attendants upon the sick hope to benefit these patients by granting them frivolous, exciting indulgences. These have been the curse of their lives. The hungry, thirsting soul will continue to hunger and thirst so long as it seeks to find satisfaction here. Those who drink at the fountain of selfish pleasure are deceived. They mistake hilarity for strength. And when the excitement ceases, their inspiration ends and they are left to discontent and despondency. Abiding peace, true rest of spirit, has but one source. It was of this that Christ spoke when he said, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Matthew 11:28. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth give I to you. John 14, verse 27. This peace is not something that he gives apart from himself. It is in Christ, and we can receive it only by receiving him. Christ is the wellspring of life. That which many need is to have a clearer knowledge of him. They need to be patiently and kindly, yet earnestly taught how the whole being may be thrown open to the healing agencies of heaven. When the sunlight of God's love illuminates the darkened chambers of the soul, Restless weariness and dissatisfaction will cease, and satisfying joys will give vigor to the mind and health and energy to the body. We are in a world of suffering. Difficulty, trial and sorrow await us all along the way to the heavenly home. But there are many who make life's burdens doubly heavy by continually anticipating trouble, if they meet with adversity or disappointment, they think that everything is going to ruin, that theirs is the hardest lot of all, that they are surely coming to want. Thus they bring wretchedness upon themselves and cast a shadow upon all around them. Life itself becomes a burden to them. But it need not be thus. It will cost a determined effort to change the current of their thought but the change can be made. Their happiness, both for this life and for the life to come, depends upon them fixing their minds upon cheerful things. Let them look away from the dark picture, which is imaginary, to the benefits which God has strewn in their pathway and beyond these to the unseen and eternal. For every trial God has provided help. When Israel in the desert came to the bitter waters of Marah, Moses cried unto the Lord. The Lord did not provide some new remedy. He called attention to that which was at hand. A shrub which he had created was to be cast into the fountain to make the water pure and sweet. When this was done, the people drank of the water and were refreshed. In every trial, if we seek him, Christ will give us help. Our eyes will be open to discern the healing promises recorded in his word. The Holy Spirit will teach us how to appropriate every blessing that will be an antidote to grief. For every bitter draught that is placed to our lips, 
we shall find a branch of healing. We are not to let the future, with its hard problems, its unsatisfying prospects, make our hearts faint, our knees tremble, our hands hang down. Let him take hold of my strength, says the Mighty One, that he may make peace with me, and he shall make peace with me. Isaiah 27 verse 5 Those who surrender their lives to his guidance and to his service will never be placed in a position for which he has not made provision. Whatever our situation, if we are doers of his word, we have a guide to direct our way. Whatever our perplexity, we have a sure counsellor. Whatever our sorrow, bereavement or loneliness, we have a sympathising friend. If in our ignorance we make missteps, the Saviour does not forsake us. We need never feel that we are alone. Angels are our companions. The comforter that Christ promised to send in his name abides with us. In the way that leads to the city of God, there are no difficulties which those who trust in him may not overcome. There are no dangers which they may not escape. There is not a sorrow, not a grievance, not a human weakness for which he has not provided a remedy. To be continued. Join us again next time when Rosalie Rickards continues reading from the book The Ministry of Healing here on your station, 3ABN Australia Radio. I'm Marilyn, the two-tip lady who loves to help make your life more simple. Have you ever watched kids at a playground, whizzing down the slippery dips, swinging on the ropes, hooping and hollering while having fun? Have you ever felt just a bit jealous? Well, the other day, dear husband simply couldn't resist the urge to swing on the ropes and zoom down the slippery dip, hollering as he went. We often both wonder what it's going to be like when we really grow up. Is it when you're an esteemed science teacher? Is it when your hair's going grey? Is it when your eyesight's not so good? Is it when your knee hurts but you don't whinge about it? Is it when your kids are paddling their own canoes off in their own oceans? Is it when you have ten grandkids? I don't know. I guess we'll know the answer one day, but meanwhile, we're going to keep acting like kids. Well, at least sometimes. So my two tips today are really simple. Here's the first. Do something fun today. Something you're going to feel a bit silly doing. Why? Because in Proverbs 17.22, we're told that a cheerful heart is good medicine. And most medicine has side effects you don't really want to think about. But this is all good medicine, so take it. Ready for tip number two? Here it is. Do something for someone else today. That would be marvellous complimentary medicine and you'll feel so good. You'll want to put these two tips into practice every single day. What are they? Tip number one, do something fun today. Tip number two, do something for someone else today. 
Simple tips? Yes. But feeling good after you've done them is simply guaranteed. That's it from the two-tip lady who loves to make your life more simple.